What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage, where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you for spoilers, thoughts, concerns, questions, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Hello, hello, people. Hola, senor. Hola, senor. So, today's movie, we are going to explore a quantum entanglement turning three extraordinary women's lives into a cosmic game of musical chairs. Okay. <laughs> that is the Marvels. Okay. <laughs> that was a great intro for that one. Oh, God. It was, no, um, yeah, it was, it, yeah, honestly, it was funny because I had to, like, I've already watched uh, WandaVision. I've already watched uh, Captain Marvel. And Mrs. and Miss Marvel. No, but that's the thing. I did not watch that until the day of the movie. Oh, you watch all the episodes? I watched all the episodes one day. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. It was good though. Like I was surprised. It was I that, what, they, what I liked the most, the most was the music. The music got me. The music was good in the in the show. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was a good. She like uh, she was entertaining the the main actress. She also. was so likable. Yeah, because like I wonder I wonder has my little sister. I'm like damn like. If just, I, I never I don't adorable. have a little sister, but if I did. No, but she's actually she's adorable. Yeah. And, you know, her excitement, her, like, enthusiasm, you know, like, all these different things. And that, also the emotional aspects of a lot of the different things were awesome, too. Like, um, as far as, you know, how it's connected to her family and stuff yeah. like that. Like, it was awesome. I liked it. So, it was and happy to see the movie itself. And I love it's, it's a direct continuation of where that season ends, which was great. And the great thing is, is, like, even though, like, the other two characters are more top billing, in a sense. Yeah. It... This one directly connected to her. Yeah. Because because of the bangles. Yes. So it was I liked it. That's what I'm saying. It was it was something I really I really enjoyed. Yeah. I I I like the fact what I enjoyed about one of the things they did is when there's when there's multiple characters <clears throat> that they're trying to focus on, you could feel like it's heavier on one than the others. Like um like civil war. Was like a good. Uh, that's a good one that they did, where they focus more. I think they focus a little bit more on Iron Man mm-hmm. than Cap's side of it, as much as they were trying to give equal play. But I think this one, equally, they all got they all got to shine. They and, did, and I, what I liked about it was the way that they shined. Like, um, in a sense, because obviously the story was heavily on um, Kamala. Yeah. Because of the braces, but it didn't really like it, the the emotional triggers weren't really about her, but the story itself was because of the bangles and the families w- was involved. Yeah. So I like that, and then obviously the emotional like the emotional draw was more between to, Carol Danvers and uh, uh, Monica Rambeau because they have a history before that. Yeah. And obviously the more emotional aspect of the fact of Captain Marvel's uh, nickname. Yeah. So it, like I said it. It kind of balanced itself out, but yeah, for the most they part, all had they all had a connection except for Kamala and Monica because Monica and Dan and uh, Carol Danvers uh, they have history. Then Kamala and Carol was that she idolized her mm-hmm. as like I name myself after you. Yeah, like there was there was connections all throughout. All yeah, and I think they build each other's. I think Carol and. Uh, Carol and um, Kamala because of soon after because Carol, I mean, Monica was trying to avoid Carol for a little bit, trying to set up the perfect moment to talk 
and discuss everything that they they had to go through and the experiences that they had and the turmoil, the emotional aspects and everything else. But overall, I did I did like this movie. I did enjoy it. Um, I don't think it's the best MCU movie. No. But I think it was refreshing from what we were given the last. I feel like this was what Thor Love and Thunder wanted to be. Yes. I think that's what I'm saying. I felt like this was what Thor Love and Thunder wanted to be. But it didn't it didn't hit that mark. This one hit that mark. And I think it was a good fresher breath there. I think basically if if uh Thor Love and Thunder and um and uh, Doctor Strange's movies hit their mark. This would have been a perfect addition to that. Yeah. So I, people, I, I hate one that people are going to criticize this one so severely when it shouldn't. Because I think that if every movie hit the mark that was supposed to, this one actually did. The problem is because the other one, the other two didn't. They expected they they were already expecting freaking uh, the Avengers in a sense, right? Yeah. That, but that's like not what game. The, exactly. Like, no. no. These are many team ups. Yeah. With an each of which is funny, each of them had many team ups. It was Doctor Strange, which and um, America Chavez, and then Thor with Jane Austen, uh, Jane, uh, Jane as the uh, female Thor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and and I like that they tied Valkyrie into it too. So they're kind of like close to, close to the where the timelines at. I think they're trying to shorten the gap of where they see the jump is at. So they know it's like, it's all right. They're kind of close in range of what everything's happening that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I did like that aspect. I, I did enjoy it. some of the fighting sequences threw me off. There was a little, I liked it though. I mean, there was a lot of CGI, but I liked the fight scenes. They were fun. The choreography. Some of them was like kind of wonky for me. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, it was meant, wasn't it meant to be wonky because they're, the way their powers no, work. No, no, that's when they were doing hand to hand. When okay. they were when they were that jump, all right. So the jump scene that they were jumping from body to body, fighting everybody, mm-hmm. that was I love that moment because everybody got to their moments and then everybody got to interact with the environment that they're in mm-hmm. a little bit separately. And then the person that dominates that that environment, like Monica on Cree, I mean uh, Carol Danvers on Cree, Monica in the in the in the shuttle with uh, Nick Fury and then Kamala at home. And then they all get to rotate like musical chairs. They all got their seat and they got to do. But my things was like when they went to uh, Alandia, uh, the water island, the water planet, that there was some fight scenes where Monica was like the fight. The I guess the choreography just didn't sit well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just nitpicking at that point. But the CGI was a little bit better. I feel I think there was not something that's so apparent that 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 it was like cringy. Um, of course, there's always room for improvement. You can't like knock it like that. But <clears throat> p- pacing was great. I think this. I think the only big hole in the movie for me. And we'll get to. Is it the ending part? You're no, talking? no, no, no. Okay. The only hole, not hole, not plot hole, but like the only, the weakest point of the movie for me. What was the villain? Like she looks intimidating, like she looked cool when I when I saw her at the trailer, but there was there was no dimension to her. Yeah. Like one, she wasn't uh she wasn't a that like she wasn't a a, a, a Rowan. intimidating force. Or oh, yeah, but she wasn't intimidating force. She wasn't an interesting character. And mind you, that she, you know, when Captain Marvel fought Thanos, like that was hand to hand and she was she, able to she like destroyed him. That's what I'm saying. So the fact that she had to fight this fight this one character with three other people, 
there was no justification because they were like, wait, how is she this strong? Then even that is like basically there was nothing aside from that point that showed her to be this strong. Like, I think every movie always has that when you're trying to introduce a good character, a good villain. But she you always won't... have that that intimidating part where somebody shows their strength. Yeah. They either do something so dramatically strong that like, man, this person is strong or something like that. Yeah, but she was only so I think the thing was that they they I guess they hinge on the fact that her strength was from the bangles. Like if she didn't have the bangles, she wasn't gonna be as strong as Well, that was another part I did like that they kind of justified it, but it was the strength that the, the the actual physical strength should have been more intimidating somehow. But I did like the fact that Carol uh, Carol Danvers could not fight her because every time she punched, she would absorb it. Well, yeah, bangle. every time she threw power, she just absorbed it. Yeah. So, so she, she uses connect, kinetic energy. And yeah. Use it against her. So that was the the tricky part. But the strength, like strength alone, she should like they didn't show anything where the strength. Of this villain was intimidating, but either way, the villain was right, very, then. very one dimensional. It was not like you know, it wasn't a three dimensional villain, and that's what I hated. Yeah, I felt like they should have, and that's the thing. I think with, and we touched on it. Like um, Christian Bale's character was, they give a little bit more dimension into his struggle. Like she's like, I just want to get revenge on Carol. No, but there's a lot in the story that could no, have no, given no. a dimension. But I no, felt I'm like that's, they, that's what I'm saying is that they they had so many things that they could pull from and give her moments to shine. And I think there's something that, and I think I forgot who I was talking to was like when what uh, MC, uh, the MCU is doing, and I think a lot of other, depending what movie it is, that they give this the villains a moral standpoint, meaning like you kind of sympathize with them, you understand. Their execution is horribly bad, but you understand the reasoning. You you get to 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 empathize with the reasoning of why they're doing it. Mm. And I'm like, damn, I just want a true villain. I'm like, I just want somebody like, fuck everything. No, I'm okay with villains. No, with that's what dimension. I want. I just, I, just, I, I just want one. But like, I want, but like, for, for example, a ruthless Thanos, villain. Just but Thanos was ruthless, and Thanos, even though you understand their plot point, Thanos was ruthless, and he was just mean. Like he was just a, a douche. Like that's the whole point. Yeah. But I think he was good like that. I think we're characters are like that. But like I said, with this one, she had a good story. She had a reason to hate uh, Captain Marvel. I just wish I would have that would have came across not from the story, but from the character. Yeah, because she could have been like, "Yo, I lost my fam, I lost my my daughter, or I lost my husband, I lost somebody." Like something to kind of have this super strong connection, like visceral hatred of. Yeah, there's a reason for that. There's she, a reason. She was just story. trying to get resources at this point. I know, but that's the thing. There's a there's a there's a reason for that that could have justified the hate, but the character did not portray the hate. That's the part that yeah, got. Yeah, but me. then that falls in writing, wouldn't you think? No, it falls in acting. It falls in. But then if maybe if you want to say writing, I, I would get say, that I would part, say but, writing because if 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 they're given what to say, and also it falls. I think it falls in the editing as well because there might have been more points that would have added to a, an extra layer, but I think adding layer. This thing with that is like I think adding layer to uh, this villain, you have to like counterweight it for something else somewhere else to compensate for it. So I, I just, think I think and I do think I do agree with you that I did think she was kind of one dimensional with it. I just felt like they they had so much opportunity to make her better, and I think that's that's one of the thing with MCU villains is like some of them are some of them have one or two dimensions they're not fully flushed out. 
But then again, do you want a fully fleshed out villain that's only going to last one movie? I do. Not a fully fleshed out, but like, but like this. Give me one scene where she is like, she'll bring anybody to tears just by saying, you know, how dare you come in here like acting like the hero when you like when you destroyed this, yeah. you destroyed that, you you just destroyed my planet, you killed my family, you just left. And, you know, you 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 think you're justified. You think you're a hero. People call you like just something where she just goes on like a, a rant, single, a single dialogue, a serious, straight rant, like monologue for it. Yeah. But with hatred and like visceral, like hatred of it that didn't seem one dimensional. That all I want is that one scene, that one yeah, scene that just makes you. Yes. To show like because obviously there's a reason why she hates that nickname because she believes it. So all you need is that one part where. She calls she, her that. She calls her that, and every, she's ashamed to be around uh, everybody else because of that. Like That way, it justifies Carol's reason for not coming home because that's how she's looked upon by these people, and that's how she looks at herself. That's why she's ashamed like to come home. They call you a hero? You're like... Yes, exactly. Like, something like that. They call you a hero? You walk around here acting like... Well, you know, like Something like that would have been so awesome. Oh, an emotional moment that she cries with it? Ooh. Yeah. Because that would have tied into why she... Hates that nickname. That would have tied into why she was ashamed to come back home to see, um, yeah. to see uh, uh, Monica. Monica. Like all of her, it, all of it would have tied she, it together. She would have brought her shame to to, to fruition. Yeah, to, you to the service. The thing is, is that's what it is. A movie. I mean, it, a, a villain can bring a movie together because one, it makes the it makes the stakes high when you have a good villain. It makes the justification of the heroes better. So a good villain is the yin to the yang in a sense, yeah. right? No, and that's the thing. That's why I, I want MCUs to start having villains like that. Like they're villains, yeah. Strong opposing yeah, adversaries. Just despicable give me some despicable people, like you said. But give me good reason. Give me good justification on them too. No, I agree. I agree. I I yeah, I can't much lay on lay any more to that. Okay, so let's talk about. Okay, so we we have. All right, so um, I did. I, I did like the again. This movie was, for me, was so it was hilarious. Like it was so funny. They had so many good moments. They did, and they, it was it wasn't just funny in the sense of like Deadpool funny or something like that. It was, it was just cute funny, like yeah. the part where they're they're practicing their powers in the ship. Yeah, that was cool. Like that little training. It was like a training montage. Yeah, thing. but it was cute. It wasn't like anything. Like it wasn't. The movie was trying to be good in that sense. It wasn't trying to be overly funny or put. No, it was. Just, and then this random stupid little parts just had me la- laughing my ass off. Like the part where they're in that world where they the only the only singing song. Yeah. And like all of a sudden she's dancing, and then you look in the background, they're just kind of like doing these weird little dances, and you're like, what? Like that kind of stuff was hilarious. I loved it. Like I like seeing. I like the movie. Like I said, this movie. I think hit its mark, but I guess because everybody else didn't, people are putting too much weight on this one. So like, nah, I didn't hit it. Basically, they wanted this to fix the MCU. They want every movie to fix the MCU. Yeah, they can't. And that's the problem. No, like that's you're putting too much in every single movie. You're and I think, and weight. I think they they were, and I think they hurt themselves a little bit with, and this is just not based on the movie, just a little bit outside of the topic was, like that huge article that came out that's saying that MCU's in shambles. That they're trying to bring back all the old characters. They're trying to change out Jonathan Majors for King for Doctor uh, Doctor Doom and blah blah blah. And then, like 
three days before the trailer, the movie comes out, they find out, they throw another trailer, which has the opening scene with a like cap, Iron Man. And I'm like, it's like a plea for desperation. Like, this is the reason why you love these movies. Here's a trailer. That's what I got from it. Like, this is the reason you love the MCUs, and they show Cap, Marvel. Yeah, I mean, all these other iconic scenes that people remember, and then you show the trailer, which has nothing to do with the movie itself. It's just that it's in that universe. You know what sucks? Um, <clears throat> Deadpool, I love Deadpool. Don't get me wrong. I love those movies. They're funny as hell. They whatever. But I don't know if you noticed this one thing. Deadpool has no weight on it. Please. Like, nobody is going to de- watching Deadpool thinking that they have to see, like, Something like it, oh, yeah, you know, again, Deadpool does not have to save the MCU because his technique is not connected, right? Yet, but either way, what I'm saying is, we the problem isn't necessarily the MCU might have his issues, but the problem right. isn't just the MCU, the problem is the fans. That's so, that that is true because that. they did a great job in the beginning because they created this all connectivity of all these <clears throat> movies, whatever, and that's fine, that's great. But now that's all we not that's all we expect. That's all we need. So so there's a lot of things to dissect from that. Yeah. So let's I'll, I'll do a little bit of each. Deadpool, there was no expectation because Deadpool was a solo character from a solo production company that they knew they was not going to connect to anything else. He had cameos because he was able to make fun of it as a parody to everything that was prior. Yeah. Or the the IP that they still had a hold of. Yes. So now you come to the MCU and you're giving 10 years, 21 movies of this epic journey saga of the Infinity War or yes. the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. And then they, we end up like trying to f- pick up the pieces of everything that happened. And then you, what happens after that is that instead of getting one or two movies, sometimes we get three. But usually it was like one or two movies a year, which you're like, oh, two movies a year. That's amazing. It gives you time to watch a movie, dissect it, break it down and anticipate what's going to happen to the next one. Then you go into this this thing that we were getting three shows and three movies in the same year. So you're getting six bundled parts of content in one year that it becomes oversaturated. So. Being that now what's happening is that the oversaturation of producing too many movies, producing too many shows, the continuity of what happens in one show is, is, is faltered at another show because they don't connect anymore. There's a, there's a lot of continuity issues. Then on top of that, you have people were saying about the VFX writers or VFX workers that they were overworked and a lot of the work was sloppy on some of the movies. And you could tell because they were just being overworked. Then you find out it's like, oh, so you have to look into it. You're producing six movies or like six, three and three movies, three shows. And to have not only you have to have independent writers for each IP that you're doing, you still you need to have like a master like Kevin Feige and his team to oversee how everything connects. Also, so that's a lot of work to be like you have to rush it because you have a deadline. I feel like they push they rushed it too much. If they would have kept it to be like, hey, we're going to give you one show and two movies a year, but we're going to put that the best we can with those three for the year, I think the quality of work would have been much better. And I think the story, like, if they would have done that, then then you also get into the world of, you also have to understand, like, 
people the 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 demographic that they had 10 years ago are grown up so maybe they don't ap- appeal to it as much or if they do they're more sophisticated so they want a better like you do you like i want i don't want one dimensional characters i want somebody fully maybe not fully flushed out but enough to grasp on their word on their ideology on their feelings on their emotions and motivations whatever it is if you're just giving me a character just to throw a character you're just giving me a body just give me you're not giving me anything to pull. So we're, we're trying to enjoy the journey from not only the hero's perspective, but from the villains, because they are also at the other end of the spectrum that's going to cr- expand that world into other villains. Because like we never thought of, or me, I never thought when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, Ronan was going to be connected to Thanos that quickly. But if they would have just had one dimension, I'd be like, oh, he just that's what it is, and that's it. So you get me? So I, I think that they they hindered, they hurt themselves by oversaturating the the market, not the market, but oversaturating the industry with so putting out so much that their quality went down. That people already expect that. Well, they they, they built up expectations so that they keep getting knocked down. Basically, yeah. Well, another thing too is I think what they need to do is get away from. Technically, they need to get away from the Avengers. Yeah, because. Like, they need to just kind of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy did amazing. But, like, because kind of it was a, it, was, it was doing his own thing. And that's, I think yeah. it is. I think they need to, start to not need to start doing their own thing when it comes to it. Yeah. I think they'll have more success when it's just like that. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. This, I don't know. I just feel like maybe they do. Maybe we just need new people, new characters. Because the only way we're, we're getting. We already new have new, way too many new characters now. What do you mean? In the MC, we already have way too many new characters. No, but I mean like movies. No, no, but yeah, new, but you're talking about new characters. We already have enough that if they add more, it's going to be too convoluted. Well, I guess what I'm saying is make it so that, like, for example, I, I think the only way we're getting new characters is based on TV shows, not movies. Just think about it. Miss Marvel is an interesting character. Everybody loves Miss Marvel. Everybody loves uh, uh, Moon, uh, Moon Knight. Everybody, all these people Shang-Chi. that we love. Yeah, we're loving all these. Well, Eternals. Nobody loves that. No, no, but there were new. I'm, t- I'm not saying that we love them, but there were new characters. So you have all these. Oh, aside from movies, you also have TV shows that introduce new characters. But I think the TV show characters that are being. Introduced- I think they should go back to this, and I think, and now like I was saying, one TV show they should have one, like almost like bring back Shield. But the Shield is a connectivity from one movie to the other, like that one season. It's everything that's leading up to the next one. Mm-hmm. And then whatever happens in the next movie leads into back into Shield, so you also you always are gonna have a connection, a, a daily chain between each. You know what they should do though? Here's a, here's my here's one thing I think they should do. I think they should do big movie, big world movie, like cosmic heroes and cosmic then street heroes level. and street level. Yes, yeah, that's what they were trying to do. What do you mean? Who's the street level? Street level is like Spider Man. Oh. He's considered uh, Luke Cage, Daredevil. But Spider Man did well. Yeah, yeah, but, but like street level with cosmic repercussions. Okay, so no, well, street level. You're looking at Luke Cage, Daredevil, Elektra, Echo, um, Hawkeye, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, those are con- considered street level heroes. Cosmic is like you can no, say no. Superman, but you can say like the Phoenix Force, X Men. But, but if you do something like a Spider Man, where you have street level with cosmic Energy. repercussions. Yeah. So cosmic cameos. But think about this. Think mm. about this. All right. You ready? Go for it. So 
I'm I'm reeling back into my concept and thinking about it through. So let's say, and that's the thing about it is that the Shield episode or the Shield show that they want to do, they could focus on one character. Like, hey, we we're sending this agent to, like, New York, and it and it ends up being Moon Knight. So you follow this whole thing under Shield is under the Shield umbrella, but the whole season is Moon Knight. So you're still under introducing new characters, new heroes, expanding the universe under this one major umbrella because you're not you're not subjected to that one character next season. So you don't have to have that one character the next season. He just leaves and he could come back on another movie, create his own movie, or he could come back to another show. You know what I just realized? They did something in this movie that would actually be end up being like you said, it's a, exactly what you said, but uh, which is not um, the space station. Mm-hmm. Could be the new shield. So instead of just dealing with what's going on on Earth, they Perfect. can have. It's episode, called Saber. Just called Saber. Saber, yeah. And they're just dealing with situations like Shield, but in the universe. Yeah, could, they could go cosmic or they could go street level, depending if it's on an Earth. It could be. It could be like Shield meets like Star Trek. Yeah. 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 We fixed MCU. That's it. Hire us, <laughs> Kevin Feige. So but yeah, all right, back so, to the movie. We okay. went in a huge tangent. So there was there was a huge little hole that really. I mean, it's not a big hole, but it bothered me. Okay, it bothered me because it's such. It could have been easily explained, and it's something that just leaves just this hole in my head. Of come on, man, just give me a reason for this. So what I'm talking about is at the end. Spoiler, at the end of the movie, uh, Kamala gets both both bangles. Yeah, so she gets full. Access to her abilities, right? So she's fully powered. Great. She has both bangs. Those are hers because that's that was her family's, whatever, right? So later on, when she gets off the ship, she only has one. And yeah. you're like, okay, what happened to it? And then at the post credit scene, you see that um, that Captain Captain Marvel has the other one. Which okay, if you want to tell me. That maybe it was just too much power for her to have, or maybe she needs to be connected to something. Or have it separated because it's... Yeah, something. Right? So she doesn't just start generating new freaking jump holes, whatever, right? Yeah. That's fine. But say it. I hate the fact that no one ever actually said it. Yeah, we just assumed it. We have to, and I hate that. Dude, just say something. Like, all of a sudden you have both, and now you don't have any, and no one's going to mention, nobody's going to talk about it. I feel like there's a scene... That was filmed for that, and, and it, was it, cut. it was cut on the, exactly. on the floor, which is weird. Why would you cut such a? It's like it's like almost like if, if there was a gun that that ended up killing somebody at the end of the movie. Yeah, you kind of have to find out why the gun was there in the first place. And if you eliminate the scene where it explains that, that's just terrible. <laughs> okay, but continue. Sorry. But, all right, so we're gonna here. finish it off with the best one of the highlights of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So this is towards the end, and this is a mid-credit scene. Uh, Monica Rambeau's character has to close up this gaping uh, tear in space and time that's going into another universe, but she had to do it from the opposite end to close it up. She closes it. Monica, uh, Carol can catch her, so she ends up on the opposite side. She wakes up on a bed and sees her mom, and she's like, Mom, I missed you. I missed you so much. Oh, my God. Her the Maria Rambeau. At that Earth doesn't know her because apparently she never had a child. And well, apparently, I don't think there was ever a Carol either. No, yeah, yeah, no. But at that point, I'm, yeah, I don't think there was. A Carol. No, because you remember there was a, a running 
That she was supposed to be. She the, was like the, if they, the they were they were running, and she because of their stupid race is the reason why Carol, Carol became that. yeah Captain Marvel because technically she's that world version of Captain Marvel. Yeah, so there is a Carol Danvers. She she's just not a Captain Marvel. Correct. But she, so eventually she doesn't have a kid, mm-hmm. and you come to find out, you see the motherfucking man Kelsey Grammer, the Beast. So they confirmed in that universe, universe. there is a X Men because he was like he mentioned Xavier. Mm-hmm. I wish there was one more person just walking by. That's it. One other character. Yes. But you notice the only thing with the Xavier with uh, Beast character that wasn't actually like was like that was all CGI, right? Yeah, it was all CGI. Yeah, but it's either way, I was happy. He was he looked amazing. He looked magnificent. Magnificent. And it's supposed to, if you looked around, they were in the Xavier compound because it, you saw yeah. the circles. Yeah. So I was, no, that's awesome. Like, I love that. But the thing is, how is that going to affect our universe? And I wonder, because obviously in oh, the, the TV. Oh, the 999 Well, because in the TV show, uh, they did hint, and they did even do the song that Kamala is actually a mutant. Yeah. Because she had that, she had certain abilities prior to ever putting on the bracelet. Yeah, there's just, uh, it was just a catalyst to, to activate it. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, we got the beast, so now X-Men is confirmed, but the only thing is only confirmed in their universe. There's nothing in our universe that has the X-Men, which is most likely they might introduce it from the universe colliding. So we'll see. I wish it would. Like, honestly, like if, let's say if they would have pushed on the fact that the, the Bengals unlocked um, uh, Kamala's uh, X-Gene. Mm-hmm. That her having both of them would have sent out an energy wave that would have unlocked everybody's oh, okay, yeah. X-Gene. That would have been cool. Especially because they're near the earth. They're by the sun. That would have been dope. And like all of a sudden, like she closed no, it using the bangles. No, and I was like, no, that would have been dope. What? If they would have done that. What do you mean? It was if, if she would have came out with the two bangles. Yeah. And she's like, I did this. And just shins, sends a shock wave. Across all Earth, mm-hmm. and then she's. If Nick was like, "What did you do?" He's like, "I don't know, I don't know." And then that's it, cuts it, and then that's when. And, and if you have it, they'll reload, like uh, go back forward, and that's when Carol has hers. Is like, let's keep these apart because they can't be together. We don't want one, one person can handle both immense powers. Like, if, if you know, it'd been cool because there was a scene where she proved that she can have the ability without the bangle, right? Yeah. And it would have been cool if somebody asked her, like, wait a minute, don't you need the bangle to, to have your ability? And she would be like, no. I, it just unlocked it. The bangle unlocked it my... It enhances it. I, had, I seem to have had the ability, but it... No, that it unlocked it for yeah. me. Yeah. So that way you pushed... You put that in there, like you said, at the end. And then the bing! Like but she, would, would that be a cheap a cheap send, a cheap way of doing it, though? To bring, to bring the X factor? To, the X gene. To activate no, the X gene. Not really. Because... It, Technically, you would have it presented in the show. This would have confirmed it. And we, we, like, the only other way that they would have done it is if Wanda would have done it. Yeah. But that didn't happen. So this is another way they could have done it. Yeah. If she would have just done that and would activate everybody's X genes. Yes. Like. Yo. All right, Kevin, just hire us. So we'll, we'll give you fucking ideas. Let's do it. Come on. All right. You know you want to hire us. So let's get to the ratings. What, I'll what give it a 3.5. 3.5? Yeah. Well, no, no, three point, no, three point fives. Ah, oh, fudge cracker. I give it three point seven five. Yes, I was gonna say I, I wouldn't go for the low end. I think the high end is fine. I, I will go higher end, but not a four. 
Not a four? Not a four. No, 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 not a four. So it yeah. was good. It was entertaining. I well, would watch we were... I would watch it again. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't say it's the best MCU movie, whatever. But yeah, the yeah. Where I'm, no, you were gonna say sorry. No, no, I'm surprised. We normally don't agree, agree so well. On, yeah, like it's it's weird that we we fall into the same page on this one. Hey, I but, think we're good today. We're connected. Yes, cousin. Cousin. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and tiktok and eventually youtube soon we're just setting up our little studio as always guys tell a friend send a friend bring a friend see you next week Later.